Okay, podcast Jackson. I'll get my bad joke out of the way first. I feel very dispirited to hear the news that we have lost our signature festival without any time or input from the public as a way to save it. The fair has already gone. There's almost nothing to do for kids in our town anyway. And now this. If the budget was that bad and we weren't making money, what can we do to scale it down and still keep our festival? I, for one, am really sad to see this Fairness Festival go. Where else can I get kissed on the cheek by a seal? Have a great day, and hopefully we can do something to bring it back. This is Jennifer Boylan. Make it great, Stockton. From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 95 for June 16th, 2014. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. Last week, we learned that the Asparagus Festival would be canceled. And in this episode, we're able to give our response to that sad news. Yeah, all of us at Podcast Stockton were pretty devastated to hear that news. And uh, this show is a, a chance for at least the four of us, four of us from the show, Susan, you and I and Greg and, and Rod got uh, a chance to talk about it, but also to um, get some comments from some of our listeners as well as uh, talk with Doug Wilhoyt and Wes Ray, both on the board of directors for the Stockton Asparagus Festival. The middle of last week brought some uh, pretty shocking news with the board of directors of the Stockton Asparagus Festival announcing that there will be no more, that the 2014 Asparagus Festival was the last one. And um, I am shocked and uh, we've gathered a a room full of, of (laughs) I'm not sure we've ever had four of the uh, five podcast Stockton members here, but um, what do you guys think? Well, I will tell you that uh, as as shocking a news as that is, uh, it's I guess you could see it coming a while back. The signs were were written on the wall, and and I think it's it's just sad to hear it. Is really all it is. I mean, it's not something that's wholly out of the ordinary for this city sometimes, but it's just a shock to hear it, and it's a shock to read it. And and just like you, Matt, I I read it with a tear in my eye because, you know, unfortunately, I missed last year's. The rainy day was the day that, or this year's rather, the rainy day was the day I was going to go and it ended up raining and they closed it anyways. So I missed out on what could be the last Stockton Asparagus Festival. And so it made me very sad to, to read that this was it. I think it was, I was really shocked, really shocked. Uh, you know, Rod, you say, you know, you're, you were not surprised. I was really surprised. I mean, when you talk about an almost 30-year event that is so revered in this community, that's so big and awesome, and, you know, to the scale of, you know, Sunset Magazine recognition, um, I'm, I'm really shocked that, um, that it's, it's the end. I was initially, and I, I created quite a bit of discussion about this online, <laughs> very uh, disappointed and upset and 
um, I think even angry that that this could happen that um, that uh, how dare someone allow that this to be the course of action uh, Stockton has suffered many 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 blows below the belt some deserved some not and uh, we could always answer back with the asparagus festival yeah yeah you know, it was right, it was right. always the 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 banner which the guy in front of the charge of stockton could carry um for for the greatness of our city i mean there's more to us but it was a crown jewel it was a crown jewel and um you know it's it's just very it's very frustrating and upsetting that 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 things have gotten like this but you know i was talking to someone and they, they said it, it's almost like the asparagus festival now is where the city of Stockton was right before it declared bankruptcy. And, uh, you know, it could be argued that they should have seen this coming, but they didn't make the right choices. And so uh, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very sad just for the loss of the Sparrows Festival. I've been going since I was four years old. Yeah. And I, I felt like, I mean, this is, this is, this is, I feel like this is a terrible analogy to make because I've lost loved ones. We've all lost loved ones. And we've all lost friends. We've all lost close friends. But I felt like I lost a friend. Like, there's no other way. And the way, like, behaviorally that I felt was I was at work. And, in fact, I was at work. I took a, a couple minutes in the middle of the day to eat lunch. And I went to Facebook. And I think, Greg, you was, was the first post that I saw. And my heart dropped. And my, my feeling was, I got to get out of here. I have to get out of work. I mean, not get out of work. I have to... I want to be with my friends. I want to go commiserate, which is strangely how I feel when I've lost a friend, right? when a friend passes away unexpectedly. And that was that I felt like I lost a friend. Having gone since the very first year, having rolled up to the back of the a park at, um, at Oak Grove when my parents performed, the classic country dancers performed from the first year all the way through the through the 90s, we performed, so we had passes. We could drive up to the up to the back of the park. It's so much a part of my life, and to have it just vanish, I could have never imagined. Well, I'll tell you that the initial reaction out of my wife even was anger, and and this is somebody who sometimes doesn't even get angry at anybody but me. But initially, <laughs> you know, her her first reaction was absolute anger that we missed the last one, and and to see that kind of emotion, I just I I felt the same way. I read it and I was angry because I thought to myself, and what poor timing for this to happen coming on the heels of being named by some whack magazine that we're the eighth most boring city. And of course, just like Greg said, we rallied behind Well, hey, We got the Asparagus Festival. What yeah. are you talking about? Right. And then all of a sudden the Asparagus Festival says, oh, no, wait, you don't have us anymore. So now, you know, are we self-prophesizing this, this, this nonsense sometimes I wonder, but at the same time, you know, here we are. Now we're just taking away and chipping away at some of the greatest stuff that we can produce. And I know there's no comparison, but the we used to have an event in Stockton called the Business Leadership Summit. Um, it used to be an all-day event at Delta College. It was very expensive. In fact, the only reason that I went was because my employer paid. But when they moved it to the – they had to change it because attendance was down. And they moved it to the Fox and it was a, an evening event. And Don and I went the, every time it was at the um, Fox. We went to a few of them at Delta. But we got to see world-class speakers. You know, um, retired Prime Minister John Major, um, John Walsh, Frank Abagnale, the guy that was the inspiration for the movie Catch Me If You Can, 
Margaret Thatcher. And then in, in downtown, we got to see uh, Terry Bradshaw, Rudy Giuliani. I mean, there was a speaker series that just ended. And I remember thinking, how can this end? How is it possible? And it was, maybe I felt a, a tenth of the loss at that, as I do compared to the Asparagus Festival, but it's that, here's something that, as a citizen, I felt like, oh, it just, there's got to be a way. And I never thought in a million years that it would end. You know, when I read that, it was like, I got a pit in my stomach. You know, it was like my heart dropped and I had that feeling like you're talking about, Matt, like when you lose, you know, a family member or something where I kept thinking, I hope this isn't true, you know, which is, I mean, it's so true. But I mean, those were my initial thoughts like, oh, I hope this is not, like not an internet for real. hoax, right? Yeah. Like, like this car, is yeah. not for well, real. And, and, and interestingly, especially since we're podcast talking, one of the very first initial um, kind of. Uh, successes we had with this show was you know put this the very first episode was out in March and in April I reached out to this uh, these people I didn't even know I reached out to Wes Ray and he he gave me tickets to give away on the show Uh, after that first year of giving away tickets Rod and I were spoiled because Kate rolled out the red carpet for us I mean we got Tickets upon tickets with parking passes, VIP passes, media passes, and having access to talk to the entertainers, talk to the the um, people on the competitive eating uh, circuit, and being able to stick microphones in their face. I remember meeting Matt Stoney as this 18-year-old kid in 2009, 2000, uh, 2011, and he was this you know wet behind the ears kid that never thought about competitive eating. And then I think like last year he took second place or, or one or something. But this kid, like getting being able to stick a microphone in his face and stand three feet away from Joey Chestnut as, as and standing three feet in front of uh, Patrick Deep Dish Bertoletti and seeing asparagus just fly. Like that will, oh, I will never forget what it's like to stand that close to watch that massive amount of asparagus being. And, and the fact that, that both Kate and Wes they rolled out the red carpet for, for Rod and I. They let us have access to anything we wanted to. Had I remember one year we posted pictures because we had more tickets than we knew what to do with. It was, it was yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we were giving away hand over fist and it was great. But, you know, and just to piggyback with you, you know, I, I was gone for the better part of my adult life, right? And, and always when I thought about Stockton, I would think back to the Asparagus Festival. Now, granted, it was still the Oak Park Asparagus Festival when I left. But when I came back, one of the coolest things in the world was to be able to go back to that asparagus festival. No matter, I and mean, see it in downtown. You know, of course, I thought it was cool. But then, once Matt and I got started going there as official podcast Stockton folks, I mean, that's when I really took ownership of it and really felt like this was something that I could actually really get behind and look forward to every year because you know we always had that kind of access and it was it was a different asparagus festival for us because we did have that type of access and it's just it was it was fun and then just because i'm not going to let you get away with um not bringing this up because i think you said something on facebook but you failed to mention the most important part did you at least one year during the 5k or the five mile spirit run take first place in your age division uh guilty yeah i did (laughs) 
Wow. I remember not even thinking. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah, I knew Rod was a runner in the army, but not really a runner. And then he goes out to a run at the spirit run. Kills it. And he takes first place in his age division. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I couldn't do that anymore, but. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know. You're almost forty. So when you get to be forty, oh. you know, hey, the guy, the guy that came in front of me, one of the, he was, he was a sixty-seven year old guy, and he came in front of me. He, he killed me. It was, it was that bad. You know, I, as as a kid, I always remember my dad, you know, taking us to the asparagus festival, and uh, we always had some kind of asparagus festival, like mug or glass in the pantry. Or the, 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 the metal tin. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the metal tin. Metal tin, tin, is metal the tin with the beer with a logo. Yes, and they used to do those it, were you know, awesome. The Roman numerals, asparagus festival two and yeah. three. Those were awesome. And you know, they used to have you know a T-shirt every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think they even had artwork. You know, yes. they had a poster that was. Bill Cobus the, was right. designed that that logo. Wow. Yeah. And those were collectors. Like those, they those were. were I, if you had one of the earlier items from yes. this, you were cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you still are, but I mean, it, it's it's you know, it's one of those it had things. Value where, in the Stockton community. Exactly. People knew. Oh, yeah, hey man, this guy. You know, he, he's a he's an asparagus festival vet. Yeah. Yeah, and people that have anybody that's worked in Asparagus Alley, and actually worked back there, you know, either. You know, handing it out or taking the tickets or whatever, and that there's just something about that heat and that that energy and that that experience is almost like no other. Um, have any of us done that? No, you yeah. know, Matt did. I, I haven't had done a chance to do No, I have yeah. not. Don and I did it at Oak Grove, um, and then we did not get to do it downtown, but we volunteered uh, downtown, usually selling a bottle of water, um, usually for one of the schools. But the year we did. Um, Oak Grove in Asparagus Alley, handing asparagus. That's that is a, like a party inside there that is unlike. And th- and that was, and I looked back then, um, when it was at Oak Grove that that, and that's back before I ate asparagus because I didn't I didn't eat asparagus until two thousand and nine. It was the first what? time. It was like blasphemy. No, I but know. you know what? what? That's okay because listen, I grew up right next to where they grew most of the asparagus. Oh, that's for right. the Yeah, I mean, on the farm that I grew up on. That was it. There was asparagus going mm. nonstop, and and I got to tell you, I didn't really eat much because it just it was so strong of a smell that I couldn't <laughs> get over it. Literally, couldn't get over it enough to eat it. And then, so you mean it has a strong smell before you eat it? Oh man, it, <laughs> where it packs? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it does. We digress. And we digress. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, again, it was something that I couldn't really stomach, and so when I got back home. And went to the asparagus festival. I said, well, I have to try deep fried asparagus. I have to do this. I have to punch this card. And I was hooked. Okay, so everybody lists their favorite thing. I loved the asparagus pasta. I, I, always, I always enjoyed the asparagus and beef burrito. Yes. I have never had that. And you never will. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> but the ice cream was a great new invention. I mean, they perfected it. Did you have any? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, ne- had, I never got any. We had, well, because you probably sold out, but we, we were, that was part of our VIP. Yeah, and they, they sold out, they, they would ration it, so they would get rid of some of it. You know, they'd sell it Friday all day, but Saturday they'd sell it only until like noon. So they could have some for So Saturday. then we got, Rod and I got to taste some, and um, yeah. I, I liked it. It's a gr- It was a great, um, not overly asparagus Part part of my memory of the Asparagus Festival was uh, for a while I worked in uh, as a promotion director for a group of radio stations, and uh, I got a similar access that you guys got to like the the eating competition. That was that was really close to be that close like that. Um, I even have some pictures from it, and 
when they were uh, when I was there is when they started really kind of getting into at least my awareness of like some of the themed like the Asperamary. I think that might have been when they first launched it. Nice. Um, and they were just starting to get real creative and they had like you which know, one's that? Like asparagus Bloody Mary. Yeah. Oh, I never had one of those. Yeah, yeah. No, or, the was... asper- or the Asperm or the Sparita. You never had the Asperita. No. Sparita was good. Yeah. No. So I mean, I mean, they they started to get a little creative with with that stuff. Yeah. Um. So I I remember that fondly. I think of the asparagus festival, and you know anything that is you've done for almost thirty years, you know, takes you through all of the kind of phases of your life, right? So I mean, I remember going when I was, you know young and single before I had a family and then I actually worked for the Convention and Visitors Bureau when they were in charge of putting on the um, Asparagus Festival in 1995 and um, so we had to work the entire event for three days and I was pregnant with my first daughter and um, so I remember being out there at our booth and you know with all the asparagus which was awesome my I, I discovered the uh, chocolate covered bananas Ooh. Oh. and I ate just a ton of those over those three days of of working there but um, you know and then you know as as life progresses then you get married and you you know you go with your spouse or you have your children and then you take your children and I mean it's you know it's it's an event that's taken you through a whole space of your life so the memories are just incredible yeah the and I forgot about those those frozen bananas and because uh, you could get the like the kebab with the banana and the strawberry yeah. and the pineapple oh and the nuts oh man that was good those were the bomb.com yes they well, were the bomb.com if, if I, I'm gonna go generic with my my asparagus dish because obviously it was just a deep fried asparagus for me yeah. there was no there. I mean that's just no there's no it's not even close it, that didn't, was it. it didn't actually matter what you got there to eat you also got some deep fried yeah, asparagus yeah no. right and you that's, couldn't that's leave the without reason, having that no and that's the reason to go if you could brave the line right well, yeah. <laughs> but there early go on Friday go you on Friday you just did I've yeah. never been on a Friday no, oh, hey man, Fridays were beautiful because it was like it was, it was you had run of the house. You could go and everything was fresh and anywhere new. exactly. You go anywhere anytime and get anything you well, wanted the, within five minutes. Last couple of years I went, I went on a Sunday because we would do the run in the morning and then you get in yeah first and early. Um, and as soon as, you, as soon as I'm done running, I'm like, give me a beer and give me some deep fried asparagus and two ranch dressings, please. Yeah. Other than that, I did the tri tip. Because the tri-tip there was always amazing. And it was always, I think, um, and I can't even remember the booth that I went to, but I would always go to the same booth and get the tri-tip. And then, and then my wife would go and get the um, uh, Chinese teriyaki stick. And it was just, oh, the yeah. food was just, it was incredible. And I always had to have the Lockford sausage, too. Yes, yeah. that's good. Had to have All right, that. so favorite performer band. Yeah, I was going to bring that tip, too. That's good. What do you guys think? I I really enjoyed seeing Smash Mouth there. Um, that was that was a cool show. I don't I don't even remember. Really? I mean, War. I mean, how many times did War? War, War of course. War yeah. went every time. War is I mean, awesome. It, it's kinda, probably the number one band it's, performer. It's kind of like it's kind of like if you ask me my favorite band at the county fair, it's Eddie Money. I mean, it's it's just become part of part of the fabric of the event to me was War. I mean, having I never thought in my life. You know, ten years ago, I never thought, "Oh, I'm going to see War in concert," and that's that's to me that is that is epic. I uh, really dug seeing Joan Jett. Oh yes, 
Really? Because I had seen her when I was in high school at the Fox. Wow. And so then when she was at um, the Asparagus Festival, it was awesome. It was funny because my youngest daughter was kind of young at that time. And um, she, it was too loud. The music was too loud for her. (laughs) And so I had to like send her with some friends over to the kids area because I was not missing that concert. (laughs) Because it was, it was banging. It was great. I loved it. Rod? I'm going local. My favorite one was the Crystal Image Band. They, I remember because it was, a, it was a, I mean, all these big performances, these guys, to me, they're all just trying to hang on to their glory, right? And so I, I don't necessarily really care for the big, the big guys, and I never really did. It's not like one of those concerts were always going to draw me, because I just was like, look, man, I'll just listen to you guys on 45 if I need to. But no, it, when I went out, Two years ago, and saw the Crystal Image Band live. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you just make reference to 45 rec- records? I did. I did, because that's pretty much where they're at still. Um, <laughs> or MP3. I don't know. Whatever. Pandora may still play them. But the Crystal <laughs> Image Band, uh, uh, I remember when I, I went out, because I'd been playing them on Go Local for about a good three or four months, and and knew that they were going out to the uh, Asparagus Festival, knew they were going to be there. I went out. I watched them live, and they were everything that they, they could have been um, – that I've been playing. And then of course, uh, Joni Morris jumped on with them and just made them that much better. And so the whole, that whole thing to me, because I was so invested in their music anyways, to go out and actually watch them and see them and meet them in person. Um, that, that really blew me away. And even though it's not music, I'm going to add that. Um, I, I loved all the live music, but man, the years of Yen Can Cook, Oh, yeah. Watching yeah. Yang can cook. Yeah. That, and even even one only one year in downtown, we saw him perform, and then afterwards he was just walking around with his crew, and all of his crew had cameras and they were filming everything, just little handheld cameras. They wanted to film everything for him, and getting to introduce my uh, my wife and daughters to him, and my daughters were like, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "This is Yang can cook. <laughs> Yang can cook." And that was crazy. Like yeah. to watch, this, I watch him at Oak Grove, but then to get up close to him at the um, um, Civic Auditorium, to, and then got get to meet him. That that was like a celebrity moment. <laughs> yeah, and can cook. That's like old. That's like that's core it of is. the Asparagus it Festival. Is. That was like, that was like before Food Network, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that that whole that whole uh, civic auditorium area was always like that. It was always like go in and watch the coolest people in the world that you'd ever think that you would never meet. Right. And and go in there and check them all out. Right. And it just every and year. Then, and then find out about a spa. And then find out about a spa. <laughs> yeah. Or buy because Cut a spa is an impulse buy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh my god! I want to buy a spa. Right. Because oh, they were always in there. They were always in there too. Yeah. So. I'm so glad the spa people are here. I've been wanting to buy one. Today's the day. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's take a moment to actually listen to a clip from, uh, um, I guess, a man or maybe in this case, a woman on the street. Rod was able to get um, and see what some people are thinking about the, this announcement. Yeah, as well as a voicemail message from Chris K. Hey, Matt, Chris K. You know, my thoughts on the Asparagus Festival is, you know, what a great event, a great event that really put Stockton on the map. It was in a great location downtown, but take it from somebody that, and I know you work with Greg, and he's put on large events, and I put on large events in this town. It's very, very difficult to get things done, and unfortunately, I think the Asparagus Festival became a large victim of that. 
I'm really sad to see it go. I think that's a large part of Stockton's identity. I don't think that it's gone for good. I think that we'll see some version of it back even as early as next year. I think it's too popular of an event. I think it's too much of a source of civic identity. I hope to see it back. I know that Kate did not take this decision lightly. Kate's somebody that I've worked with in the past, and I respect a lot. She's always treated me with a lot of respect. So um, I know that this wasn't a decision that was taken lightly, but I do fully expect that we'll see it back in some in some form in the future. I just It's a big loss for Stockton right now. Um, the city's got to take kind of a look at itself and, you know, and see what we can do to dig down and bring this event back. Love the podcast. Take care, bud. Bye. Barbara Ferry. I live here in Stockton, and I'm really, really sad that the Asparagus Festival is going away. I went every year. I remember the very first years. I remember the years out at Oak Grove, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And so it's going to be really missed, I think, by the community and certainly, <clears throat> excuse me, by all the, the nonprofit groups that it helped. And what was your favorite memory? The very first year, and my, uh, our children, we had twins, taking them to that. It was very hot, and I was wearing one, and my husband was wearing one. And we tromped all over that park. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Roger Gray from Stockton, California, and it really sucks that the Stockton Asparagus Festival is gone. Because that's basically the only thing that everybody looked forward to come for in April. Now that they don't have nothing to look forward to, it's just going to be known as Born Stockton. And why do you think that happened? I want to say it has something to do with the bankruptcy. To be honest, they had to have that something go, so they chose to let the Asparagus Festival go. So that's going to suck for everybody because we don't have the Asparagus Festival. We don't have a San Joaquin County Fair. We don't have nothing for our young people to do. So if it's more violence, then that's going to be what it is. And the overall mood, it, just depending on who you ask, and really it, it is all concern for the fact that uh, we will no longer have this great, great thing for our city to, to hang up on. And whether you think it sucks or, or whether you just are going to miss um, being there and taking your kids and, and the, the memories of it all, um, I think the average person on the street really does feel like just this, this is going to be missing. It, there's a hole in Stockton because the Asparagus Festival is gone. Is it safe to say that you think there's some anger? Because it seems like there's a lot of anger. Oh, absolutely. I, anger. I agree. A lot of the conversations that I got involved with online were like uh, people who were just like pissed off that 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 they would make the decision that the best way to go forward is to cancel the event and not not retool or look at other options as far as what to do or not to get any community input. You know, I mean, I think people just feel really bereft and kind of ripped off, you know? Well, but so it seems to me that there's a lot, there, there's a far more, and this is interesting. It's, it's starting to spread from Stockton because, you know, I get messages from people in the, in the East Bay and everybody's, everybody's talking about this. And that seems to be the common theme. It's, it's about, you know, that why, why weren't we, why weren't, why weren't we told? And it seems, you know, if I go back last year, the attendance in 2013, the attendance was low and the festival, I mean, they, in the media, it was reported, you know, we've, we've got it. We've got to turn this around. I think there was, I think there was a little bit of a cry for help then. So it's, it's a little, you know, and, and I, I, I don't have ideas for what to do with the Asparagus Festival. It's, it's a much bigger event than anything I've ever been involved in. But I, I Maybe there was, maybe there was a cry and maybe it's easier to look back and say, 
Oh, you should have. Well, you should have told us you were going to end, and 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 then maybe we would have given you feedback. Who knows? It's well, just... and I think making this decision in June, and I think really where I don't again, like Matt said, I don't know. I don't know what the organizers or how much time they need to to formulate this event. But I would assume that in June is enough time to maybe sit down and have a different kind of planning strategy. Where I know, I know you probably are are are, are planning. 2015 and 2013. I, I I understand that and I get that. But at the same time, you know, if you're gonna try and and know that the end is coming, the end the, is near. The end is near. I mean, if you if you have an inkling or a feeling, there should be some committees, some sort of of action committee formed, maybe even at the end of 2013, to 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 stall it, maybe even another year, so you can get more. Bar- I don't know. I just feel like they made this decision in June when the event is in April and that might have been a time to save some sort of semblance of the event. Yeah, I think, you know, especially in the nonprofit world, we've, we've seen quite a bit, uh, you know, times are tough. Um, and uh, when organizations are facing, you know, closure, um, there's a, they put out a public appeal. There's a public, you know, they say, hey, we're going to have to close our doors if we don't you know, do something different or get an influx of cash or more volunteers or, you know, whatever the needs are, they put the needs out there and oftentimes a community will respond and, you know, things can be saved or resurrected. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a little uh, foreshadowing here. A lot of these things that we're talking about, um, I had an opportunity to talk with Doug Wilhoy on the phone. And so there's some actually specific points that we're bringing up here that I want people to listen to. Um, later in the episode so they can hear how uh, um, a a key member who's been part of the asparagus festival since before there was an asparagus festival addresses some of these concerns yeah certainly i mean uh doug wilhoyt very respected in our community the ceo of the stockton greater stockton chamber of commerce uh, on the board of directors for the asparagus festival uh very very knowledgeable um we'll also speak with wes ray who's also been um, instrumental in the last um, several years of the Asparagus Festival and the current CEO of Visit Stockton. Um, it's good that you know both of them gave us some time to kind of g- give us some a little bit longer of a story than maybe just just a couple of quotes or a couple of um, uh, lines in a story. But yeah, it, it seems that there's this 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 sentiment that everybody says not everybody but many people are saying, "How dare you? Why did you have to end it? Why couldn't you shrink it?" And I, I guess I'm that I'm that voice that wants to believe that does believe that the board of directors for the Asparagus Festival had the best interest of the city, the the festival in mind. And and I, I have to believe if there was a way, they would have done it. And I, I I agree with you. I mean, the board of directors is made up of some some really competent and and serious people in Stockton. You got. You know, Doug Wilhoyt, you got Sheriff Steve Moore, you've got retired Chief of Police Wayne Hose, you, um, you got a whole bunch of people. Those are the ones that I know personally, um, or at least who they are, that are, that are, these are people who, you know, they're not dumb. They're, they're smart people. They understand how things work. And the vote was unanimous to close this down. So that says a lot about yeah. how they came to this decision. 
There's no way. I mean, I, per, I, I just don't think there's any way that uh, the organizers or that board took this decision lightly. I mean, there's just no way. Oh, well, you can't. I mean, this isn't something where they were like, ah, oh, well, you know what? This is a drunken night of partying. Let's all vote to end it. Yeah, right? this is and not a knee happen. jerk reaction. Yeah, no, this, this, obviously this was a long time coming. And I'm sure they may have even had votes before to 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 get rid of it and you know those were split votes and so they had some discussions so yeah you're right i mean this yeah there's some smart folks at work here and i have a feeling that greg you know greg's right there's just a matter of you know you you have to come to a conclusion somehow and sometimes the best way is to end it and then you know if you love something let it go and if it was meant to be it'll It'll come come back back. that's right that's a great sentiment i don't believe in that (laughs) <laughs> wow! If you I love thought, something, you keep it close. I thought it was if you love something, set it free, um, if it, or if it was hunted it down and hunted down, down and, and kill, kill it. it like the animal that it was. Right. Let's do it then. Let's, let's do that. Let's do it. Let's That's another way to go. So thankfully, we've we've not we've not uh, you know we, we 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 still have traditions in this community. One of them is concert in the park, and uh, during last week's concert in the park, I, I had a chance. Um, to stick my phone in in the face of Bill Loiko um, to get some thoughts from him about this. Uh, my name is Bill Loiko, and I guess my comments on the Asparagus Festival, it's really sad to see the, the festival go away. There were a lot of folks that um, really enjoyed it, came, came and volunteered and felt a real part of the community and were able to give back um, to the community with the money they were able to get. But on top of that, it's it's kind of another blow to Stockton that, uh, you know, we just, we got to get ourselves out of this trouble and re- regroup and grab ourselves by our bootstraps and, and we'll pull out of this. And uh, who knows, maybe the uh, the next Asparagus Festival will be uh, uh, bigger and better than before. And how about a favorite memory? Yeah, I remember one, one, uh, one year we volunteered um, we worked in the asparagus booth and, um, you know, everybody should have tried working in the asparagus booth once because, um, there is no place in the world greasier than I've ever been in than working the deep fry, uh, inside the asparagus booth. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, some good memories. We also heard from Eric Johnston who lived in Stockton for many, many years and eventually became the president and publisher of the Modesto Bee and uh, recently moved to Seattle, Washington. Eric shares with us some of his memories of the Stockton Asparagus Festival. I was disappointed to hear recently that Stockton's civic leaders have decided to cancel the Asparagus Festival. I was always impressed by the fact that this was an event that didn't benefit a single promoter or person, but rather helped to strengthen the social safety net that benefited all of the residents of Stockton. I have many great memories at the Asparagus Festival growing up, wandering the trails at Oak Grove Park, surrounded by arts and crafts, the smell of deep fried food wafting through the air. It transformed what is normally an environmentally rich preserve into a great community spirit for a weekend. Most recently, I spent a day helping my youngest daughter provide some community service volunteer time at the Asparagus Festival. One of the things that qualified for her project was helping the organizations in the event. So my father, my wife, my daughter, and some friends of hers all went out and spent an afternoon deep frying asparagus for the many, many thousands of people who passed through the booth that day. We spent four hours on our feet in front of the fryers, moving spears from the batter to the fryer to the plates. And it was a great enriching and recharging experience, one that I have great memories of and would do again in a minute. 
it's unfortunate that the Financial Times have dictated that the city can no longer subsidize the event. And I'm hopeful that there's a way it can continue. It's a part of Stockton's personality and character that's unique and will be sad to see gone. My name is Eric Johnston. I grew up in Stockton, and I currently live in Seattle, Washington. One of the greatest parts about this show is the listener involvement. And uh, you are not afraid, thankfully, to voice your opinions and to let us know exactly how you feel. And uh, we've got some of those uh, phone calls from you, and we are so grateful for them. And we're going to play a couple of them now. Uh, we want to thank Jenny Kluster for her opinion and also Melissa Wyman for putting her two cents in. And uh, let's let's hear what they have to say and what you have to say. Hello, my name is Jenny Kluster, and I was a Stockton resident for almost 40 years and I currently reside in Pasadena. However, I return to Stockton every chance I get, and uh, one of the things that was always a draw was the Asparagus Festival. Um, I think that it is really a shame that people are, have decided not to move forward with it. Um, it seems like even in the darkest times that our community faced, that that was always something that we could be really proud of, that we were able to know that we were putting on a world-class event that was just as good as any of the other California festivals, the Garlic Festival, the Pumpkin Festival, all of those harvest festivals that you hear about. Our asparagus festival was just as good and still could be. I think that it seems as though maybe it's been given up on, and I think that that's really a shame. Um, the outcry that I'm hearing kind of warms my heart because I feel like uh, the people of Stockton are going to make sure that they keep their festival. And uh, from this, it will probably rise from the ashes and become even better, and I really look forward to seeing that happen. I find it interesting with the Asparagus Festival now being announced of its cancellation among its 30th year uh, that we find ourselves at the epitome of the most upset about this. Stockton's always been a city of the most. I grew up with Stockton having the most murders per capita. We now have the most foreclosures in, in the nation. We're the most bankrupt city. Uh, when is this mostly going to stop? You know, we, we don't need to be the best at failing. Remember 50, 60 years ago, we used to be the most flourishing city in leisure and economics and industry and machinery and farming. Why can't we go back to that positivity? Why do we have to have the negative the most? I'm mostly disturbed that the Asparagus Festival Committee decided that they were going to cancel the event without publicly outcrying to the citizens who mostly want to help. Here we are yelling and screaming and uproarious about the fact that the festival is now canceled and we all have these wonderful armchair quarterback decisions as to how we could have kept it from being canceled, but yet the Asparagus Festival never asked us before they canceled us what was the most we could do to keep our one positive, glorious thing in our city from being shut down. I don't know how to fix the problem. I know there's a lot of people that think they know. I know that there's a lot of people who'd like to try. It would have been nice to get that effort and momentum and 
possibility of positivity to attack this festival before we had to attack the festival organizers. I only hope that we can bring it back and actually have a 30th Asparagus Festival. It would be nice to not have to skip a year. Thank you. Another interview I was able to get was with uh, another Stocktonian who really has a, a huge love for Stockton and, and he loves everything that he can about it. And his opinions on the matter, I, I think, are valid. And uh, let's listen to Governor Don and what he has to say. So they announced that the Asparagus, Asparagus Festival will be no more. We heard it yesterday on the news. And, you know, I have a, I have a few thoughts about it. Uh, one thing I find interesting is that the... The, the reason they gave was that they used to average 100,000 um, um, visitors. And uh, two years ago, it was about 75,000. And last year, it was only a paltry 50,000. And so they just shut it down, you know, instead of working on some way to, to remedy that situation. It's, it is the basically what Stockton has been known for as far as festivals. It was, you know, over 20 years, I believe, um, of, of, uh, of, man, a reputation for a, an awesome event that everyone looked forward to. So I think that it, it, it's pretty obvious what happened is it's all about dropping the ball and blaming people and not figuring out a real way to get it done. Uh, there's no reason for it to have shut down at all. It scaled back. You could have scaled it down. You could have... Um, figured out you know you could have pulled the community you could there's all sorts of a million things that could have been done and so i would say that if you look man maybe there's some other monetary or political reason why it happened uh is uh, is was there how many people were involved in that decision what are what are they really trying to do because it seems like the only two things i can think of is there's either mon you know somebody's getting paid because of it there's some political motivation or probably the most uh, common reason why things happen like that. Somebody dropped the ball and doesn't want to own up to it. So um, you don't get rid of some uh, long-lasting, you know, iconic tradition, one of the few, of, few traditions of, uh, that make a community known for positive things because somebody dropped the ball. Um, when it was announced that it was uh, going to be shut down, the first immediate response should have been somewhere from the leadership of the city saying, no, <laughs> that was, uh, okay, so now that they are not going to do it anymore, we'll take it over and we're going to put it on. That should have been the first thing we heard. It should be, you know, and maybe maybe it's a day from now. Maybe they will say that because they're waiting for the community to throw their arms up and complain. But um, I know this, it's an opportunity in Stockton not only for the Asparagus Festival, but also for the Asparagus Festival not being here. So uh, community-minded people will find out, find out what, what went on. People, concerned residents will find out what happened. And, um, and people who want this community to grow and prosper will do something about it if it means to resurrect the Asparagus Festival or to transform it into something else. But it, uh, saying it's over, it's done, kaput, too bad is unacceptable. I think uh, Governor Don, interesting name. He's not actually the governor. No, he's not, not actually he's the not, governor. He's a great guy, but he's not actually no. the governor. Uh, Close. Close. I, I think he has some very interesting points. And uh, 
there's a lot that goes into producing an event. I've I've put together a couple of events myself. Um, nothing at the scale of the Asparagus Festival, but you know I'm pretty proud that uh, I put on a street festival for two years, and I think the second year I estimated our attendance about eight thousand, nowhere near a hundred thousand or even fifty-five thousand that the Asparagus Festival have. But there's a lot of work that goes to putting that in in, in place, um, and the the city being bankrupt really changed sort of the some of the business model that the asparagus festival had to deal with um don says the the city should take over the city is in absolutely no position right to to staff fund or have the skill set to produce an event of this caliber and size uh nor does it make any sense it, with the current bankruptcy situation, I mean, there's just it just doesn't make any sense. There's no way they could. Mm-hmm. The the fact is that the city said we can no longer subsidize this event if we're in bankruptcy and we're going to be telling our creditors we're not going to we're not going to pay you what we owe you. We can't pay you. Well, then, that's like that's like being in debt to your your mother or some one of your best friends, and then driving up in a new car and be like, hey, check it out, this is a new car, and they're like, all right, well, where's the twenty five dollars you owe me? And you're like, well. <laughs> Uh, my bad, and, and it's a little, a little more than twenty five. Where's like oh, the, right. yeah, I mean, where's the twenty five hundred that you owe me? Yeah. Oh, I use it as a down payment. No, um, <laughs> so I, I mean that's definitely uh, a, a challenge there. As you know, why did this happen? Uh, the the Asparagus Festival Committee, like we said before, it's made up of competent people, um, but there's been a lot of outcry about you know the staleness of the event. The, the cost of entry for vendors, um, you know, it is, is this something, or even just the cost for your family to go. Um, and uh, a lot of this, I think, gets addressed in the conversation that I had with, with Doug Wilhoit. Um, and we'll get to that in, in a couple of minutes here. But the, the fact is that they couldn't suffer the losses that they had in revenue because of decreasing attendance compare added with the increased costs that the city uh, now requires through the contract that they made uh, the city used to provide those services if not free certainly seriously subsidized and now um, as was reported in the in the record uh, the city is going to be collecting a payment of or you know, they, there's a bill for $138,000 for police and city services for the Asparagus Festival. Um, if you look at the numbers over the last 10 years, the average attendance has been, over the last 10 years, um, about 89,000 attendees. And we hit an all-time record in that 10-year period of 110,000. Um, in, in 2012, it was 104,000 people. And then 2013, we took a big hit, and it was only 75,000. Um, and if you look conservatively, just kind of guesstimating what ticket sales, not counting all the other costs, uh, you know, you went from what could be somewhere near, you know, a million dollars in, in ticket sales to 800000 There's There's two or $300,000 in lost revenue. And if you look at further from this year of 2014, it was 55000 That is, you know somewhere in the area of $600,000 in, in ticket sales. You know, and my numbers are not certainly, this is not based on information I got from the Asparagus Festival. This is just kind of guesstimating. Back of the envelope math. Yeah. So, I mean, in two years, from 1.1 million in door sales to 
you know, 600,000, that's going to hurt any event when you're banking on uh, that kind of money. And uh, one of the things that was, why don't they, they do it smaller? Um, and, and that's one of the things that, that we cover in the discussion with Doug Wilhoyt. I think that, you know, it, we're, we're facing a har- it's a harsh reality. And it's, it's not unlike what individual families are facing. I mean, our city's bankrupt. There are individuals that, you know, are going bankrupt, are in foreclosure. I mean, when those kinds of realities hit, you have to just get realistic and you have to budget back. You have to let some things go. I mean, it's a harsh reality. And unfortunately, um, you know, this has been a byproduct of that, the, the asparagus festival. However, you know, with the public support, perhaps at some point, you know, there could be, you know, it could rise into something different. I mean, lots of organizations have had to look to public-private partnerships to keep things going. For instance, uh, Silver Lake. You know, that was a city... Um, run camp for many many years and when the city couldn't do it anymore you know the public came forward formed a board and you know kept it going similar things have happened with the children's museum I mean those types of things are a possibility or a positive direction it could go start a kickstarter right <laughs> start a kickstarter I like start a it special kickstarter. I like Crowd, it crowdfunding that that could be hey, an interesting angle it, right? that's inspired I'm wondering a how much me for I wonder how right. much uh, the Stockton and asparagus-loving well, community. Oh well, free attendance, backstage pass to see a celebrity. If um, you're a if you're a crates, performing group, the main stage crates of asparagus. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that that I don't think there's any shortage of what could be the the perks of that. No, there's absolutely there's enough to go around. Yeah, you'd need you need some big, you know, you need some baby, somebody with a deep deep pockets, deep deep fried pockets. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Asparagus stalks that are really long they fit in those pockets. <laughs> it's all green, baby. Thank you for listening to part one of episode 95. To make the show a little easier to download and listen to, we've split it into two parts. So you can... Listen to the second part at the same place you listen to the first part at podcaststockton.com or find us in iTunes or Stitcher.